Hello, and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast, where we interview local Maine business owners and Maine residents to learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, and how they use those experiences to steer them into the future. My name is Todd Regalinski. And I am Kimberly Regalinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a local magazine that helps showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmaine.com and also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram through the links in the show notes. In this episode, we'll be talking with Albert Latwell from the Park Danforth. Albert is originally from Cape Cod, Massachusetts and moved to Maine in 2004. He has been working in the senior living field for over 30 years and has held positions in activities, admissions, administration, and marketing. He attributes his affinity to working with seniors to the fact that his parents had him late in life and has always related to older folks due to his upbringing. He currently is the Director of Sales and Marketing at the Park Danforth, a very special senior living community which has been part of the Portland, Maine landscape since 1881 and offers independent living, assisted living, government subsidized apartments as a nonprofit organization. Welcome to the show, Albert. Thanks for coming today. Thank you for having me. Nice nice to be a part of this. I, I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, maybe you can just start off by telling us uh, a little about the Park Danforth itself, and then uh, how did you kind of get started there? Well, the Park Danforth, surprisingly, um, has it started in 1881, um, located at Park and Danforth. That's where we um, get our name from. We retained our name when we moved to the current location at 777 Stevens Avenue. Originally, we were the home for aged men, um, and we now serve um, all types of seniors. And we provide, um, as Kimberly said, we provide independent living apartments, senior living, um, assisted living apartments, um, as well as government subsidized apartments. I got involved with the Park Danforth. Actually, um, I was working for another uh, senior living company in Maine um, and saw that there was an opportunity as director of sales and marketing at the Park Danforth. I had toured the Park Danforth as a part of another job I had and always remembered it fondly and was impressed by it when I toured. Mm -hmm. So I thought, what the hey, I'll give it a shot. I applied and here I am. Nice. So what is it that you feel makes the Park Danforth just a special place? What is it that... um that it makes so, uh, that there, makes so, so there special. There is so so much. Um, I'm a firm believer that, and I tell everybody that I tour here and and show the park and forth that each community, and there are several senior communities, and just in the Portland area, has its own personality. And mm-hmm. that though um, I think the park and forth is a great place. The personality of the Park Danforth, or any place that um, someone's considering, they're all different and you know, some are good fits and some aren't. I think mm-hmm. the the feel and the sensibility at the Park Danforth is one of openness, um, mm-hmm. one of a real sense of a family, um, staff, mm-hmm. residents, and the residents' families all feel like a part of the Park Danforth family. And uh, I kind of attribute some of that to the fact that we are a nonprofit. We have mm-hmm. a mission. 
Um, and I think that really makes a difference. Kimberly, I know you have visited me here before, and, mm, I, and I think yeah. you have to admit, when you walk in the door, there's just something you feel that's really comforting when you come in the doors of the Park Danforth. It really is. It just, it feels like a community. And I think that, you know, you guys have some really great amenities too that, you know, tell us about those because there's especially one of my favorites is that rooftop deck. Right, right. Um, we have um, a couple of different areas on campus um, offering different types of, of apartments for um, seniors. Um, mm-hmm. But connecting all of that is what we refer to as Main Street. Main Street is mm-hmm. um, where all our most of our amenities are located, including an auditorium, mm-hmm. a theater. Um, our life mm-hmm. enrichment program, which schedules a full range of calendar of events on a monthly basis and organizes our van and our trips. We have a salon. Mm-hmm. We have a pub. We have a market that is run by the residents. They volunteer and stock and run and order um, our own little Main Street market on Main Street. We have a bistro that's kind of uh, our lunch option for meals, and it offers a lighter fare, all homemade soups pizzas, hearty salads and sandwiches, all that is a part of uh, everyone takes advantage of all those amenities just by living in at the Park Danforth. And the rooftop deck is a huge amenity. It's on the fifth floor mm. of our latest mm-hmm. um, addition. And being mm-hmm. on the rooftop deck, you get this incredible view of the city of Portland. And it, I have to admit, you don't want to be there on the 4th of July because it's standing room only. Oh, I bet. I bet. I bet. Yeah. And then you have this, um, the other, one of my favorite parts over at the Park Danforth too, is this beautiful courtyard. You have this beautiful, beautiful courtyard that is just so serene, mm. so peaceful. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's funny because, you know, one of um, one of our appeals to certain people is that where we're located and it's it's, you know, more of a urban setting. We're right on the bus mm-hmm. lines. We're across the street from UNE, down the street from Evergreen Cemetery, um, you know, local restaurants and shopping within walking distance. So it is a busy area, but you step into our center courtyard. And it, like you say, it's so peaceful and serene. It's a beautiful garden, including mm-hmm. a small um, water pond and waterfall, a walking path. And that's where our tabletop gardens are located. So those residents that are interested in um, continuing to garden but prefer not to have to get on their hands and knees to do so can stand up and grow their tomatoes and basil and, and flowers um, like they have done their, their whole life. Mm. It's such it's such a great community. It really is. You just it, fe- it feels like I imagine that it, it just feels like home just being able to access all of those things, you know, from being able to go to Main Street and get your hair done to going to the pub to the restaurant. I mean, it just it's so great that you that you have all that stuff right there on site. Um, just you guys did such a great job thinking of all of those details. Yeah. So it was funny. I was on the phone this morning with a um, a woman who was considering uh, moving here from another location in the country, and she was talking about um, the reputation of our main winters. And I said, well, you know, they vary, um, but we do have some some incredible and severe winters. But given that you can go to, like you say, to the salon and then to the theater and stop by the bistro and have a, um, a beautiful lunch, 
Um, I think I could hunker down here for a couple of days without too much of a problem. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that I just the whole the whole hair thing. I mean, just as someone who went a few months without a haircut, that right. starts getting starts getting kind of interesting after about week eight, week nine. You're like, you wake up and you yeah. look in the mirror. You're like, well, that's something. Right. Right. Yeah. So what is it, what would you say is your favorite part about working in senior living in general and, and maybe even specifically at the Park Danforth? Um, I, well, uh, what I have learned, and, and it's actually partially because of, you know, what we're all experiencing now with the pandemic and COVID, what I learned was what really feeds me about my work is the fact that I meet new people every day, even if on mm-hmm. the phone, I spend most of my time building relationships with people. And mm-hmm. that is the biggest part of my job and what keeps me so excited about what I do is, and, you know, it's not the kind of a thing where I talk to somebody today that they come and see an apartment tomorrow and put a deposit and move in next week. I talk to people for months and months mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this is a huge step. This is a, represents mm-hmm. a huge change for most people. And um, they need to know me and they need to trust me mm-hmm. and they should trust me. And I enjoy that whole relationship. And then once I've fostered that relationship and somebody has moved in, I see them on a daily basis. And it's like passing an old friend in the hall when I do see them. And um, I think that's the biggest. And that was missing um, when COVID um, came about. I couldn't tour. I uh, How much I could... Um, contact people was limited. And certainly, at least initially, uh, when, um, you know, in the beginning, there were so many unknowns, there were not a lot of people interested in considering making a big life change, like moving to a senior community. So Mm. my job changed, as all of the leadership did here in, um, you know, do providing some other kind of service, so that we could deal with the, you know, the current situation. Mm-hmm. So that kind of dovetails into, you know, what what are some of those in your career? What are some of the challenges that you've experienced in your career specifically in the last few months? Um, what you know, I know you just touched upon that, um, but what what challenges do you face in this career? Well, just I think in general, um, you know, beyond the last few months, what's always a challenge is there are so many options for people and you know, I, um, I kind of say, well, we don't really have any com- any competition because we are so different being, um, you know, a nonprofit, et cetera. But, you know, there is competition. There are lots of choices for people. So getting the word out and making uh, people aware of how we stand out amongst the crowd is a big challenge. But uh, more um, recently, um, COVID, like I say, mm-hmm. for uh, an extended period of time, my job changed. Um, mm-hmm. There were other needs. We had to come up with a plan, how to keep everyone safe, what needed to be done, reviewing CDC requ- regulations on a daily basis. So we had to come up with a system for providing groceries. We had to come up for a system providing um, meals on a daily basis for keeping people engaged and stimulated. Um, we all know mm-hmm. that isolation is one of the chief 
causes of depression among seniors. So how do you battle that in a, in a, a COVID environment? Mm-hmm. So there were a lot mm-hmm. of challenges around that I had never seen before in my career mm-hmm. that I'd have to say were probably, you know, top of challenges I've ever experienced. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you, I mean, and now kind of going to the positive, I mean, what, what would you say are some of the successes that you've had through through either just this time or, or just what you would count as success in, in your overall career? Um, I think that, um, I think that, uh, a success just in regards to recently, I think the leadership here, the staff here, and the residents, we've all done a incredible job dealing with the current situation. I think that we've been so fortunate that we are still doing so well and have not lost anyone. And, you know, I, I think we, this certainly laid the grounds work, groundwork for anything similar that should ever come up again mm-hmm. in the future. You know, we develop systems and protocols and procedures, and I just feel so proud of being a part of the team here and what we've accomplished through this period of time. I have to say my, you know, my um, accomplishments are, in general, are, I don't, I want to say smaller accomplishments. They're meeting somebody and, um, you know, helping them and, you know, uh, eventually leading to them living here and starting a new life. I just Mm -hmm. feel so good about those little accomplishments as they Mm -hmm. happen on a regular basis. I still Mm -hmm. am so excited when somebody new moves into the park dam for. That's great. So one thing I wanted to circle back around and and touch upon is where you are a nonprofit, you know, people can actually, for instance, the the food pantry that you have there, people could actually donate to that. So if someone's listening and said, you know, I that's are you still taking donations for food um, to the pantry through this? Um, We certainly would accept um, uh, donations. It's uh, not as uh, critical a hardship now. Um, We don't know what's going to happen this fall. I think we're all kind of waiting to see how everything pans out. Um, Mm -hmm. But yes, we would um, we would welcome donations. um, And those don't food donations go to people that are unable to access groceries in other ways that live here. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So we provide them with with food items that way um, based on their need. Mm -hmm. So that's great. That's great. Now, if if someone is from two different directions here. If someone is, uh, of course, uh, older themselves and they're looking uh, for a place that they might be wanting to move into for either assisted living or, or you know, uh, uh, you know, independent living, things like that, how would they approach uh, learning more and kind of finding out if the Park Danforth is a is the right place for them? But also, how do you work with maybe people uh, who are who have parents? Who are who are older and are are kind of doing research for their parents or or maybe trying to start that conversation about well it might be time for an independent living situation or assisted living kind of situation. Um, well, I think there are um, a, a number of, of different ways. I mean, we have a very um, involved uh, website, parkdanforth.com, where you can actually um, go onto our website and learn everything you need to know. Um, and um, even do virtual 3D tours of any of the apartments. Um, you oh. can do a, currently do a, a uh, 
tour, a 3D tour of the courtyard. Um, take a look around from from you know your comfort of home. Um, so that's a good place to start. Uh, you can give us a call. Um, I'm always available to talk to anybody about what we can offer them um, and come up with a plan to move forward. One of the things that um, makes us different as well is we are a nonprofit, and because we because we do offer assisted living and subsidized um, apartments, somebody can um, join our community and, and initially uh, pay market rate for apartment, and then if their you know needs change either financially or as far as um, what kind of services and care they need, we have uh, resident services department who provides in-house uh, in-apartment care and assistance. So you might be able to, depending upon what your needs are, stay in an independent apartment with some assistance without having to move. We have the assisted living program. So if you really do need um, more support, we have that available to somebody who lives here. And then if finances finances become an issue, um, you you can... um, qualify if you can qualify um, you can move into a subsidized apartment so that's one thing that people like about the park danforth is they're not going to be paying market price and then if they you know need something different in the future that means another move you potentially can come to the park danforth and it can be the home for as long as you want to be here so Mm -hmm. that's great great that's great so let, let me ask you this. So who, what would you say, who or what ins, inspires you? And it sounds like just it, even from your bio, it sounds like, a, you know, your parents were a, a big inspiration. But, you know, if you said, you know, who or what inspires you, what would that be? I would have to say, yeah, definitely. You're right. I think being, you know, my mom had me when she was 42 and she had my younger brother when she was 50. Um, so when I was a tyke and going to school events, people assumed I was with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, um, certainly developed a certain mindset and made me comfortable and actually enjoyed interaction with older adults, um, mm-hmm. which I think carries me through to today. So that inspires me. Um, I actually have, my degrees are in fine art. Oh, wow. So, um, I know. So um, what really inspires me is is the part of my job that allows me to be a um, creative troubleshooter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really served me well. Um, so some of my of the people that inspire me are actually more based in the art world. Um, so cool. And um, I think the team I work with right now and the people who live here inspire me on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I just can't speak. Mm-hmm highly enough about the people I work for and with and the residents I work with that what they do. I I, I just Mm. I'm awestruck by them. So I think it's a combination. That is so great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good when you can work with people who inspire you. Absolutely. Just yes. speaking from personal experience. <laughs> yes. Thank you, honey. Thank you. See, I'm Thank trying, you. I'm trying to make sure I'm not sleeping on that couch you were referring to before. Um, <laughs> so uh, to kind of get away from business just for a second, uh, we always like to kind of finish up with a with a question that's a little more general and just a little more Maine centric. Yes. And uh, what are your what what would you say is your favorite place in Maine? This can either be a place to visit, a a, a place to to go uh, 
for concerts or, or eat or, or whatever. What would you say is one of your favorite places or, in Maine? Or, you know, what you love about Maine. Yeah. What I really enjoy about Maine is all the little communities that I love spending time on a main street in a small main town and mm. enjoying the shops and window shopping. Mm. And, mm. um, you know, in the, in the summer we have, you know, first night, first Fridays and second Fridays. And, um, you know, uh, we've gotten away from the craft fairs and the art festivals this year, but they'll come back. That yeah. kind of, I really love whether it be Brunswick or Belfast or Camden or the old port. I mean, I really like mm. strolling and window shopping and grabbing a coffee or an ice cream cone or getting a bite to eat. And I just, I, and by the water, most of the time, I just, mm -hmm. I, I just love that. I love that. Mm. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, it's just one of those, we have so much to offer here in Maine and it really is such a, an experience to live here, you know? Yes. It really is such an experience. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Albert, for taking time out of your day and, and chatting with yes. us about, about the Park Danforth and also just about, you know, your history and, and your career and and uh, and all of this. And, and I, I think I've learned a lot. I think our listeners have learned a lot. I'll be sh We'll be sure to put all of the, the appropriate links and information in the show notes. So be sure to check those out. And uh, once again, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Albert, for joining us today. No, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And um, uh, I'll be talking to you real soon, I'm sure. Absolutely. 